Good day and welcome to the Rec Tech Showdown with Louise Triance. We welcome Daniel Locke of TextKernel, where he chats about their job feed products and how it structures live job feeds being advertised into one searchable format. Good afternoon and welcome to the Rec Tech Showdown. Um, I'm Louise Triance from UK Recruiter. This is a series of shows that we're doing where we, or I talk with technology providers in the UK um, just to find out a little bit more about their offering and how it's relevant to um, the recruitment marketplace. So um, today, we're talking to text kernel but before i introduce uh, daniel um just want to say if you're watching this live um on crowdcast feel free to say hi in the sidebar and if you've got any questions you can pop them in there too if you're joining us on facebook then there's a link where you could come over to crowdcast where you can chat or you can just watch live there and then after the show you could be watching a version i've embedded in my blog and um, in which case i'm going to give you some contact links so that you can um, get in touch with daniel and and check out the text kernel product online afterwards so the format for this afternoon is we're going to spend maybe half an hour or so talking about um the offering daniel i'm going to get you to introduce yourself and text kernel and then the product we're talking about and then i've got some questions for you Yep, that sounds good. So, so my name is uh, Daniel Locke, and I'm the uh, UK team lead for TextKernel. I head up the UK sales team. Um, TextKernel was founded in 2001. We're a Dutch company. Um, we have a number of offices globally. Um, and we, uh, two years ago, we had a majority stake in our business acquired by a company called CareerBuilder, who are also uh, the parent company of Broadbeam, I'm sure that you're, uh, you're familiar with. Um, and uh, today we're going to be talking about one of our products, which is a product called uh, JobFeed. Okay, great. So do you want to just tell us a little bit about what the actual JobFeed product is and what it does? Yes, yeah, so, so JobFeed is basically a, a piece of spidering software. So we go out to the internet, uh, we look for live jobs being advertised uh, from wherever we can find them. Uh, we parse all of those jobs and turn them into a structured format and then give people the ability to then search over that data in, in, in kind of a nutshell. That's what we do. Okay, so um, parse, for people who don't know what parsing means? Um, so turning uh, unstructured data into a structured format, just, just to make it searchable. Okay, so that is taking uh, job adverts, which could be where? On job boards, on employer sites? So, so, so anywhere online, really. So we spider um, direct company sites, uh, job boards, staffing agency and recruitment sites, uh, voluntary job sites, newspaper sites. Um, just just anywhere that we can find live jobs online, basically. Okay, great. Um, so that data that you're collecting, mm -hmm. what, what, what format does that get put into to be, you know, for a recruiter to look at it or, 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 or anyone to look at it? Um, so so there, there's a few different ways that we can do that. So the, the most simple way for a recruitment agency is we have um, an online uh, kind of web browser application that people can log into. Uh, they can type in the criteria of the type of jobs they're interested in. So you would probably specify, I only want to see jobs by direct employers. Mm -hmm. um, I only want to see jobs that are currently live, maybe advertised within the last week and have this uh, certain job title appear within a certain industry or, or whatever that might be. So, so we make it very, very easy, very easy to access. Um, but then we can also um, provide this data um, as an API. And quite often that's used by job boards where they'll then take the data that we find and repost that on their job boards. 
Um, and we, we can also, um, we've also got a semantic search products um, and, and um, search and match products where we can display those external jobs inside um, our interface so that if you have a candidate CV, you can just drop it into the product and instantly mm-hmm. match that CV into jobs that are being advertised externally and straight away find the best job for a, for a candidate. So um, I'm going to ask you some information about the type of data, but but that application yep. sounds like it would be um, used by an agency who was specking out a candidate CV. Is that what you're talking about there? Um, yes. Yeah, so, so so for that particular application, so if if uh, candidates applied for a job, maybe they're not uh, perfect for the job they've applied for. Um, you then might want to match that into uh, jobs that are being advertised externally to see if there are any opportunities uh, that could be a good fit, and then use that candidate CV to actually uh, to actually build an opportunity. Oh, great! Well, that, like nice way to um, get in touch with potential new clients. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, do you want to tell us a bit about? What some of the data you're seeing is at the moment might that be quite interesting? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I actually, um, I, I was hoping I could give you something really groundbreaking in terms of massive, massive changes that are happening at the moment. Um, but um, I, I would say probably fortunately, actually, everything's been quite flat. So. Um, we, we found um, over the last quarter that top five uh, job categories are healthcare, uh, customer service and admin IT sales and insurance and finance, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty consistent to what it has been across the last year and, and probably the last two or three years, to be honest. So that um, is the categories in which the, the highest number of jobs are being advertised? Yes, okay, exactly cool. that. And, and you kind of expect healthcare to be at the top just because of the NHS mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, but as I said, th- those kind of five categories are fairly consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, the top five professions uh, across this quarter in the UK were customer service agent, nurse, uh, support worker, lorry driver and salesperson. Okay. Um, again, pretty consistent um, across the last couple of years or so. Um, but what we have seen a very slight increase in is uh, the amount of part-time jobs as opposed to full-time. Um, so, so over the last quarter, around 92% of jobs that were being advertised were full-time and um, the, the other kind of 8% were part-time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we found that probably over the last two or three years that that is starting to go up. And I, I think that maybe that's probably linked to um, you know, companies being more open to flexible working and, and, and that kind of thing. So there has been a very slight in, um, increase there in part-time jobs. Um, and the other kind of important piece of information that I found as well is, is around 46% of jobs that are being advertised uh, right now in the UK are by direct employers um, as opposed to 54% by agencies. So I think that that's probably um, a good sign. There's still kind of yeah. plenty of work out there for everybody. Um, I want that yeah. stat every month off you now. I want to know when it, you, <laughs> I don't want to find out afterwards it's taken a dive. So, so that figure, but that's, you're saying that's actually stayed broadly similar anyway, that hasn't really increased or de- decreased massively anyway. No, and I, I think, so like I said, it's always quite nice with, with this kind of, um, this data, if there has been a massive change and I can really kind of give you something yeah. that's, that's um, kind of massively increased or decreased. But um, the, the, the fact that it's been quite flat, I, I think is a good sign so that, you know, especially with kind of the uncertainty in the UK and, and Brexit and things like that, that, that everything's remained quite flat is, is actually probably quite a good sign. No, I think so. And it's interesting, I guess if someone had said to me, what percentage of jobs would you think were perm versus not, I, I reckon I'd have got that wrong because we are talking I, I about... Would've. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm exactly the same. I, I, I would have thought the, the percentage of staffing jobs would have been a lot higher, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now that's really interesting. So that's the type of data which somebody can get out of the system from you. Cool. And is the job feed only available in the UK? Is that only UK data that you can pull? 
No, so, so I'm going to try and do this off the top of my head now. Um, but we, we've got uh, 10 different countries that we cover. Um, so we've got job feed for the UK, US, uh, Germany, France, Austria, Belgium, the Netherlands, Italy, Canada, and Spain are the 10 countries that we have. Okay. So as a recruiter, oh, yeah. either in one of those countries or a recruiter in the UK thinking about other countries they could um, yeah. be working in. So if you're thinking about using this either for um, research of, of what's going on in the market to, to give back to your clients, or mm -hmm. if you're looking at expansion ideas, that's quite a large geographic area. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that's the kind of thing there is, um, Job is quite a hard product to explain just because we're, we're taking all of the data that we can find in a particular market and putting it in a structured format. And then how you use that data is, is pretty open. So, so you might kind of use the product purely for lead gen, just to say who's advertising right now that could have a job that, that I could place someone in. Um, or, or you could use it for histor historical data. So you might want to look, you know, over the last year or two years or three years to see, um, you know, kind of what kind of trends have, have happened within a particular market or within a particular business or, or, or anything like that. So it's, it's, it's a very flexible product. We're just making um, all of the data within a particular market accessible to a, to a recruitment company. Do you know what percentage of the recruitment companies that use you do so for lead gen? Do you have any feel for that? Um, off the top of my head, I would say it's probably the majority. Um, I don't have any exact figures, um, but but it's that that's kind of where you can get a really quick ROI on the product. I think is that you know if you kind of have the product and you make a placement or two from it quite quickly, then you're going to see um, quite a quick return on your investment. Yeah, no, absolutely. So tell me about the yeah. target audience. So. Um, I mean, obviously, maybe talk a bit more about the type of agencies who are using it first. And then I think yeah. you've got clients who aren't agencies. So what, what type of agency would use this information? It, it could be anyone. Like we, we really kind of cover the, the, the length and breadth of the market. So we've got, um, you know, the kind of very, very large kind of top top three kind of recruitment companies using this product for lead gen, um, all, all the way down to um, kind of startup businesses that maybe have one or two people. Um, so, so because the product's so easy to deploy, it's just we set you up an account, it's a username and password, you log in, you're in the product and you can use it. Um, it it kind of makes it easy for, for any size of company and um, makes it very scalable as well. Um, in terms of the, the type of companies that use this product, again, it's, it's really broad for us. So um, obviously staffing and agencies are probably the majority of our clients, but then we have uh, job boards um, using the product for uh, also for lead gen, but then also they use our API to republish a lot of the mm -hmm. jobs as well, just just to kind of add to the amount of jobs that they have on their site. Uh, we have uh, governmental departments across Europe uh, using us for strategy and just for market information. Uh, we have um, kind of educational establishments using us as well um, for various things. And we also have corporates using the products as well, um, usually for a couple of reasons. So one of them is um, just general market intel, mm -hmm. but then also particularly in Europe, they, they practice a lot of outplacement. So if they're going to release someone from their business, um, they have an obligation to actually try and help them find their next role. So then job feed becomes quite useful there to actually say, okay, well, we're letting you go, but who else could have a job that could be a good fit for you? Okay, no, that's really interesting because I, yeah. I, I was I had been wondering around the corporate side of usage for it. Because of course, mm -hmm. our audience is the agencies as well as the the corporate recruiters. Yeah, um, sure. And I think so. There's like a sort of a, a, a kind of corporate social responsibility around outplacement and helping people go, which sometimes is a legal obligation, but could also mm -hmm. be a kind of value add. And then the other side of just using it as a kind of market knowledge, knowing what's going on, recognizing. Yeah. Um, 
you know, where, where that movement's happening. I mean, the minuteness of the detail, what, what type of level does it go down to? How much detail <laughs> do you really get into? There, there's, there's so much. So I think um, in terms of the available fields that we have in job feed, it, it's around 60 to 70 pieces of information that we have there. Um, so, so, so you can be really, really specific on the type of vacancies that you want to see. So um, all the way down to things like um, SIC codes or professions or job titles or locations or contact details. So we can do things like um, something that's quite nice for the, for the lead gen side is you could search for a specific job title that could be in the industry that, that you recruit for, mm -hmm. um, but then only pull back vacancies that have a contact name and a telephone number. So you might want to have then have the system send that to you on a daily basis so that you have a, a call list sat in your inbox every day to actually call through these vacancies and say that you know we, we've actually got some great candidates for this role that you've got here. So without really having to do any work in terms of locating the hiring manager or the contact or no exactly because traditionally yeah. that's been the problem with that that very um you know kpi driven lead gen is mm -hmm. the is the actually sourcing the right person to speak to um and yeah work through that so if you can narrow that list down straight to um just jobs that have that information available yeah. then it's obviously quite useful no i like that i mean it's like an idea but i'm gonna be phoning those people up but as a tool <laughs> but as a tool i can see that's really really valuable okay so um a bit more about the kind of um i don't know some of the ways in which the historical data might be used i mean do you have any yeah. sort of examples of how people might use that is is that stuff they might share with clients or just use internally um so, so a bit of both really so, so we actually have um, an add-on to the product that we call the um the analytics tab um, or, um where, where basically you can run some very detailed reports on specific markets so, so you can specify um, any X and Y axis uh, for a report mm -hmm. and then have the system build that for you uh, with data across kind of any any period that you want. And that, and that could be used for, um, you know, maybe breaking into new markets. You might want to see, you know, within Germany, what's the IT market done over the last three years or, or something like that. Or you might want to um, just kind of get a picture for, for your clients and see how many jobs they've advertised or, or, or kind of things like that. So um it, it's it's quite useful but then we do have a lot of clients that use that as well for um marketing release uh, or, or kind of publications mm -hmm. so so they would actually use the product to kind of run these stats and then then actually kind of write blog posts or newsletters actually about this this information that they found yeah no i think that that sounds really interesting C can you use yeah. it for competitor analysis in any way you can yeah yeah so you could type in um or you could either just look at um, staffing agencies in general through the products um but you can actually specify particular companies as well so you, you might want to put in a list of your top 10 competitors and see what they've advertised over the last three months or year or whatever that might be um but then um it, that, that also then becomes quite useful for clients because you might want to put in your your top 10 clients yeah. um put in a list of those and actually have the system send you an email every day if any of your clients have, have advertised the role so that that's obviously also um also brilliant that's as well yeah i feel like that i'm going to miss a load of these features there's loads of other features that, that are in the product <laughs> which i think people probably need to i don't know get a, get a demo i mean do, do how yeah. would you how would you show a potential new client would you actually demo it to them or yeah, we could do that. And it's actually very easy for us to set up um, trial accounts as well. So if, if people want to actually really see whether it will work for them in a live environment, we're, we're quite happy to give you know a few days access to the product. Um, and actually, rather than me telling you how, how great it is, actually see for yourself. So, you know, we're happy yeah. to do that. No, I want to find a way I can use it. I think it's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, yeah. Okay, so 
I guess the next question is going to be, well, so I've got two here. First of all is, can you talk about price at all? I didn't ask you up front whether you were happy to talk about costings, but mm-hmm. can you give any sort of ballpark of, of where this sits in terms of cost? Um, I, I, I guess what, what I could say, because the, the cost would really depend on the application and, and how people kind of need to use the product. Um, but but I, I suppose typically for um, a small agency, um, you, we, we typically find that you'll get an ROI on the products uh, within the first two months, and, and that's kind of quite conservative. So I think that's probably a good way of putting it. It's, it's, it's not, um, I know I would see that say this working for Textkernel, but it's not massively expensive at all. Um, and, and you do see a lot of value in it very quickly as well. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I think this is one of the things when we talk about the ROI on, on tech, this must yeah. be such an obvious way of ascertaining whether you have got a return on that. Yeah, it's really easy just... How many how many jobs have you found within the products and how many placements have you made? It's it's quite yeah. quite easy to do. No, I like that. Uh, and then my other question was, um, how how unique is this? I mean, as as an offering, what makes you different from what other potential competitors? And I know there are people who help with lead generation, but what does make no. you different? Um, so, so I, I think firstly the, the level to which we actually structure our data that we have within our products, and a lot of that comes down to the very first step that, that we're taking when we're spidering these jobs, and, and, and they're going through um, our job parser, which is um, built on uh, a deep learning, um, but basically built on deep learning. So, so it, it means it's highly accurate, and it means that not only are you getting a lot of data that is that is then searchable and, and um, you know you can filter on it, um, but also it's very accurate. So it just means that if you're looking for very specific roles that you know that you could place candidates in, um, this product will um, probably more than anything else you've seen really help you narrow down to, to those jobs. And um, secondly, it's, it's the way that it actually links in with our, our other technology. So you could take um, one of these jobs on job feed and with a single button, you could match that straight into your, your CRM database of candidates, and they'll be ranked in order of how relevant they are to the job just with a single click. Um, so it, it's not only can this go out there and find jobs being advertised for you, but it can also say, here are the top 10 candidates that you have right now in your CRM for this role as well. And I think that that link between the other technologies that we have is actually is very unique. There's no one else out there that can do um, things like that. So what is that product which makes that link in your suite? Um, so that's match, we call that. So it's so a search and match work very closely together. Um, so we have um, uh, our search product, which we would embed within um, a company CRM system. They would then use JobFeed to find these roles and they would just click a button that says match and it would then just pull that straight through and say, here are your candidates that, that could be a great fit for this role. Okay, so really there's, it, it, it's, serving both both sides of that you, you know you see that i mean i was thinking about this from a point of view of um you have a candidate's cv you want to spec out but mm-hmm. you don't even need that you find a job job which looks attractive in a company you've always wanted to work with so say you had identified you know your target companies mm-hmm. um and then you would track them to see what jobs they advertised and then you would search your database to see who you've got who could be a shoo-in for that role. So you're not yes. just phoning up saying, I see you've got a vacancy, can you work? Can we work on it? You're also able to say... The other oh, way around. We have a candidate yeah. who would suit that as well. The, the other thing that I was going to say as well is, is you mentioned about taking a candidate and then specking them out to actually find vacancies. But where that's also brilliant is if you... Um, send three candidates to interview and one of them gets the job, then you're still left with two kind of silver or bronze medalists that you know um, are looking for a new job. You know that they've expressed an interest in working with with your organization. Um, So 
then if people are advertising roles, it could be a good fit for those people. But that, that's a really kind of warm introduction and a really easy way to get into the door as well. And, that, and that's where our clients have actually seen a lot of value uh, with this product as well. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, so Stephen's asked a question in the sidebar, which is actually yeah. around the match product saying, um, does it use any AI or machine learning to continually improve its accuracy? Yes, yeah, so, so we've got we've got a couple of things there actually. So um, our, our search product is a semantic search product, we call it. Um, and basically what that means is um, if, if you search for a project manager, the system knows that you could be interested in project leaders or project coordinators or, or other terms that could mean the same thing. Mm -hmm. And and that library that sits behind our product is um, is built on machine learning. So we use machine learning to um, uh, kind of constantly monitor the CVs and job specs that we're parsing on a, on a daily, weekly or monthly basis, and then use that data to enhance that library that sits behind our product. Um, so, so in in this kind of context, if you had a job for a project manager that specified this job is for a project manager, mm -hmm. if you then drop it into our match product, it automatically, automatically will look for candidates that have a similar job title that maybe don't express themselves in, exact, in, in exactly that way. Right. Um, now we've also um, developed something fairly recently called um, we, we call it learning to rank. So um, I'm sure we could think of a more exciting um, term <laughs> for that. But that's kind of a, I guess a, a work in progress. Um, but it basically gives users the ability to provide live feedback to the results that they're seeing. Um, so they can say that yes, this result is a great result for the mm -hmm. search that I've, I've, I've made. Um, but this this candidate maybe isn't so. So I'm going to give them a, a, a thumbs down. And we then use machine learning to, to basically look at all of those responses and then use that to improve the products. So your uh, your users or your recruiters are actually giving live feedback on the results to say whether this is, you know, this candidate's good or this candidate's bad and the, the, the products will improve over time. Okay, so an individual consultant can start to improve their own results by actually engaging properly with the system um, exactly. and by helping it to learn from their own kind of, um, uh, I guess, experiences. Okay, I like that. I it's, it's kind of like what you would expect anyway, because if you look at things like Netflix or, or Spotify or anything yeah. like that, that when people are using it, they give that feedback to say, I, I want to see more like this or I, I want to see less like this. And, and, and you know, we're basically doing a similar thing for, uh, for candidates. No, I like that. OK, cool. So I'm a bit worried that I haven't entirely asked you the questions um, which a recruiter might ask you <laughs> looking at the product. What are the sort of questions yeah. you get asked when you're doing demos? Um, I, I think we've, we've actually covered probably quite a lot there um we we do get asked things like how many um websites we're looking at um that's also quite difficult to answer because it's constantly evolving but um i i think at the last count we're, we're receiving live jobs from around sixty thousand urls i think wow. so as you can imagine it's, it's pretty vast you know the number of jobs that we're actually receiving there um but, but other than that, yeah, I think it's just general oh, questions cool. on how can we use this and how can this make me money, which I yeah. think we've probably covered. So. I guess it's quite, I guess it's different for different agencies is that some agencies may um, have a really strong focus on um, a very niche market and want to be ensuring they're saturating that. And then mm -hmm. other agencies, if they're more generic, they'll love all the massive amount of lead generation. Um, and yeah. I guess that, that they may be more driven by that. Um, oh, here, I've got a question from Debbie. Um, yep. Do you view your product as a replacement for sources when you're pitching to a small agency? Um, Great I, I would say probably not necessarily. That I, I think that 
that there's still a, a part to play for sources that you that I think a lot of agencies the way that they would use this is you, you would receive your um, kind of list of, of potential leads from the products and the sources would then maybe qualify th those leads or maybe you know at least make that first point of contact mm -hmm. um, and I, I think the just kind of probably opening a bit of a can of worms here but the, the whole kind of broader discussion about um, robots replacing recruiters and, and, and things like that but I, I think that there's always going to be a place for that human element and I, I don't think machines are ever going to be able to replace that but it's just about making people's uh, jobs as easy as as easy as possible and uh, giving them more time to focus on things that are actually going to make your business money and I, I think that that's uh, uh, probably you know what, uh, what, what job he's giving you there. Yeah and I guess the other thing I thought of when you're saying this is that um, I guess that where it could reduce some of the workload is that um, I think traditionally recruiters don't always search their own database very well when they get vacancies. So exactly. if you're using this with Match, then you're you're actually potentially stopping yourself having to go out and resource. Yeah, and pay for these candidates again that you probably already have. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that I guess that if you had um, recruiters who traditionally not actually managed to, for whatever reason, look through the, the existing database, then I suppose you would save a bit of resource in that respect because actually you would hopefully find matches where previously you'd have been, oh my God, we haven't got anybody, where do we go? You're not reinventing the wheel every single time. But yeah. I suppose then what you are doing is you're maybe filling more roles. So you're filling those roles quicker, which means that you have an opportunity to work on tougher to fill roles where maybe mm -hmm. the fees are slightly better. So exactly. I guess that, yeah. And that, I guess, is what a lot of this AI is around, is about um, focusing our actual personal resource in the right places, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, and right. just giving people more time, as I said, to focus on things that actually make the business money. So I think admin's always been a necessary evil, but if you can automate as much of that as possible, then, you know, it's always going to be a good thing. Yeah, no, that's right. Okay, so how do people get a bit more information about um, job feed? Um, so anyone's welcome to, to reach out and contact us. Um, you can get us on, I think you've got the link to my, my LinkedIn there, um, yeah. Louise. But uh, you can also reach me at uh, lock, which is L-O-C-K-E, at textkernel.com. Just drop me an email. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, we'll, you know, we're always happy to have a conversation. We're always happy to set people up with a bit of access to the product. And, um, yeah, we, we can see how we can help. Okay, so when I do my um, blog post, I will um, mention on there that um, the demos are available or um, trial accounts are available. Because I do think that, I mean, I, I would want to actually see this, and I'm sure clients do want to see it in action. I love yeah. the idea of trialing it for a couple of days and seeing what comes in and what you can actually work on. Exactly. And if you get a couple of good leads out of it as well in those couple of days, and then yeah, obviously yeah. that's a great thing. So, yeah. Okay. So I've got one final question for you, which is a question I'm okay. asking everybody on my shows, um, yeah. which is, with so much technology available, how can recruitment leaders or practitioners avoid themselves getting bogged down in technology overload? What's your opinion on that? Um, I, I think that, that that's... <laughs> I say this, but I think it's probably fairly simple in, in that I think that you, you have to take a step back. And I, I think that there that there's so many products out there, as you say, and it, it probably is very easy to get bogged down. But what you need to look at is, is actually where are the, the bottlenecks in my business? So where am I actually losing time and, and what could be sped up or made, made, uh, be made more efficient with technology? Um, and then actually go out to, to look for things that you've identified as, as you having a need uh, rather than kind of picking things up because they're, they're kind of you know, nice and shiny, um, but, but actually kind of really saying where am I losing time in my process and where can technology help me? And I, I think that that's the best approach to take. 
Okay, cool. And you know, I've had a slightly different answer to this question every single time, and they've all oh, been, but they've all been utterly relevant. Although I think everyone's used the word shiny, so I think that we are oh, known. Okay. I think we are I known. Gone, like, oh, Let's look at that. Um, and then, and then taking the eye off the, the, the core business goal. So no, I think that I think that's great advice. I'm so glad that we've chatted, um, Daniel. Um, so, yeah, me too. Thank you very much. Anyone who wants to get hold of you, your links are on um, this uh, thread. I will pop them on the uh, Facebook page and I'll put them in the blog post. And then as we share this on LinkedIn as well, I will tag people um, who've been on the show who maybe can share it in their own networks too. So um, if anyone's got any questions, get, get straight in touch with um, Daniel. I'll be back next week with another show um, with a completely different product. Um, and um, I hope to see some of you guys there. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. Bye, Thanks everyone. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Debbie. Bye. If you would like to hear more from UK Recruiter and Recruiter Zone, go to the blog section on our website, ukrecruiter.co.uk.